Hey, welcome to episode 51 of Tangible Takeaways. We're excited that you are watching this week as we wrap up the series of Esther. My name is Jody. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about how the providence of God is often seen kind of in the rear view as we look back over our life and how that helps us as we move forward. And I'm Landon, and I'm going to talk a little bit about how a song about King Xerxes would make a good country song. <laughs> it would, though. It, it would. would. It would. It would. So here we go. Great episode today. Two bald guys, like looking in the mirror, my friend. That's like right. Looking in the mirror. So uh, we'll jump in here and have a great time today as we wrap up the series on Esther. Let's go. Roll it. Hey, Landon. Uh, welcome to Tangible Takeaways. Thanks Again, for having me. Again, you're back. Glad to be back. Uh, you were here a while ago. This has been a while. I was not here then. 31 episodes, we just found out. Yeah, you were here 20. So this is a plug for episode 20. If you haven't seen it, so go it back to it. 20 episodes to get to me, and then they waited 31, 31 to get to me again. So apparently, it's really impressive. I, well, need to, I need to step it up a little bit, you know? I'm only here because Jackson's not, apparently. <laughs> so here we are together. Uh, but I am I am excited for us today. I think this um, this will be a good episode for folks, hopefully really practical. I mean, they all are to, to some degree. But we're coming off the tail end of wrapping up mm-hmm. the study in Esther. Did you enjoy the study? Like, personally, I mean, and I know that's a weird question. What were you going to say? No. But I mean, like, <laughs> you want me to did be you, honest? Yeah. Did, I mean, did kidding. you legitimately? Because, you know, I mean, some some series really hit differently than others. And I'm just curious. I would say, honestly, this is, I, I've been in the church my whole life, 31 years old. This is the first time I think I've ever been in a series on the book of Esther. Mm, yeah. So I, I don't know. Traditionally, I guess it's usually one of those women's conference things or it's always the the ladies are studying Esther and I don't know why we don't more often but um, yeah it was an interesting uh, interesting eight weeks uh, a lot of reflection on things that we don't normally talk about so yeah what were what were some things then in that in in that sense that kind of caught you by surprise or that you were like oh wow I didn't I didn't think that was there I didn't realize were there any of those kind of aha moments throughout? Yeah, I think, I mean, definitely the the whole idea of God's providence. Just not that uh, Esther necessarily did this, but it just kind of opened up your eyes to like look at your own life hmm. and uh, realize how God has been at work in your life and actually recognize Him for it. Because I think that's kind of the theme is God was clearly at work on behalf of Israel and they weren't really looking for that and so noticing that in my own life you know sometimes you ask the question why am i here what am i doing how have i arrived at this point you know what is my life and you're like god's been at work in this thing the whole time for specific purposes and and as those things come out just actually recognizing that his hand is in it yeah so that was a challenging thing i think uh i get asked a lot you know working with students especially you know, that when you start getting towards the end of high school for a, a teenager, 
looking ahead or even as young adults or, or college students like what's God's will for my life right and what what am I supposed to do and what does God want me to do and what how do I pick the right school or how do I know I mean all those things mm-hmm. and it's interesting because I, I often will tell people when I look back at my life and all of the major decisions I'll even say that I made Man, I can really only say that maybe in the moment, three or four of those, I knew in that moment for certain, like, this is what God's doing. But I can sit on this side of those moments and look back, even in some of the most painful moments, and articulate so much clearly, so much clearer now, like, man, God was there. This is how God used those. This is what God was doing. And I think it's easy to forget that every time you find yourself in one of those moments you know that you're like ah what what is happening right now and i think to stop and go oh you know what god did that then Mm -hmm. he's doing something now something i've i've found interesting recently um just in speaking to younger folks and they're they're wrestling through those decisions of like what does god want me to do and where is uh you know ten years down the road from that I, I still feel yeah <laughs> yeah so, for sure for sure uh, and I think um you know even my my parents talking with them the last couple mm-hmm. years about when when are they going to retire and what are they going to do I mean I I think our lives are filled with decisions like that but there's always a piece of God is involved in anything that we do and we can always recognize that we have no idea what the next few years are going to hold um, yeah. Obviously, I mean, we, if we didn't learn anything in the last couple of years, it's like yeah, yeah. looking ahead is just like, why even do it? Live, live in this moment, recognize God in the middle of your life, try to honor him with the day to day and, and let the let the results take care of themselves. Yeah. He's in charge of that. So That's good. And I think that's a good point. Like you're going to have, regardless of where you are in life, you're going to find yourselves, you're going to find yourself in a situation where it's an unknown Yep. You know, like what's next or what's ahead and being able to, to recognize that past faithfulness to carry you through is, is really, is really important, I think. And so that's a good, that's a good point. I think in the book of Esther, for me, even seeing, man, this is an incredibly scary moment, uh, situation where there's it's not just an unknown of what am i going to do but what's going to happen to me so mm-hmm. you even less control in the sense of like oh no what does that mean and, and so certainly we find ourselves in circumstances that we may not have brought on our own selves although sometimes our decisions do right consequences and things we do <laughs> yeah and but i think being able to and even in those moments go you know what god's not done right somewhere in the middle here he's good but that doesn't mean that we just kind of take our hands off the wheel and say, okay, Jesus, take the wheel kind of thing, right? See, song reference for you as well. <laughs> right? um, We're doing that one next Sunday. Is that it? That's going to be the closing song? <laughs> just kidding. Just, uh, <laughs> but I do think that we see that providence throughout, and we emphasize that pretty heavy in the series. I mean, we defined it almost every week for the first four or five weeks Yeah. Um, in, in terms of what does it mean when we talk about the providence of God. And, and yet, I think it's something that we often forget. I th- I'm reminded of it every week. I mean, I when I was a kid, 
my dad was a worship leader at our church as a volunteer. He's a teacher, but um, none of us none of us played guitar. Like it wasn't a thing in our our family. It was a guy that gave a guitar to our family. He's like God, God instructed me to give you this guitar, and we were like, why? Yeah. <laughs> we don't play guitar. Cool. It'll look good in the living uh, room. Yeah, and so in <laughs> most uh, most of my life, I was content to be you know, a drummer, let, let someone else lead. And that's, I don't know, just through God's work over the years, like me on, on leading worship with a guitar is like a every week reminder of God's hand in my life, not my own, just cause, and even last week I, I played that guitar. Yeah. So it's yet again, like in my hands is this guitar that God mm. gave our family so God's providence, even in that, like looking back, it's like, I didn't really yeah, want this necessarily, <laughs> but that's what he wanted and that's what he made happen. And just kind of recognizing that, I don't know, it's been a really powerful reflection mm. on that. So That's good. I, I was uh, thinking similar. In fact, I had a conversation with one of my kids. You know, I, uh, my, my, my dad was in the Air Force military, was born in Vegas. And then my parents divorced when I was like 13 months old, so really young. And my mom and dad were both high school sweethearts, grew up in the same town. So when my parents divorced, my mom and I moved back to Tennessee, which is where I grew up, and uh, moved in with my grandparents. And my dad's parents would come and pick me up and take me to church every week. And so I grew up going to church, but no one in my house necessarily did. No, I, I don't really ever remember anyone in my home going to church. And then, um, you know, we kind of moved out later, and then I got in high school and kind of stopped going to church. And then um, my best friend was killed in a car accident, and God really used even that to get me back to church. And then um, my whole calling to vocational ministry came my senior year of high school out of that tragedy, really, and drawing me back into church. And then I went away to Bible college, and that's where I met my wife and kids, and became a youth pastor, and still still working with students now. And I often think, like, in the conversations with my kids, it was like, what, what do you think would have happened had, you know, my parents not divorced? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I would have been in Vegas for a few years and England for a few years and Texas for a few years and uh, Oklahoma for a few years and yeah. Arkansas for a few years and then North Carolina for a few years. And, and I'm not saying that God still couldn't have done what he did, but, but God used what was seemingly tragedy twice in my life, what the world would look at and say that, and he used it to make me who I am today. You Even know? maybe something that wasn't yeah. his design he still uses for his good. Totally, right? Yeah. And I think as we look at the book of Esther, I think that's what we see. Yeah. And that, to me, man, is just incredibly encouraging. Not only as a, an individual who I feel like has experienced that in my life, but as a parent, right? Because as a, you know, your kids are, are growing up, they're a little bit behind mine. Mm -hmm. But as a parent, you look and you think the weight of responsibility and every decision your kids make that's maybe not the one you would make, you feel responsible for. And uh, you're launching them out into the world. And, you're, and it's, it can be a scary thing. Um, it can be a scary thing.
So the takeaway for this, for the for the college student, yeah, is even if you choose the wrong school, God can still. That's right. <laughs> You're going to change your major twice <laughs> you can, anyway. That's right. <laughs> no. But, yeah. Yeah. There's it. It takes a lot of the weight off knowing that um, it's not my job as a parent to be a perfect parent. Yeah. It like God can still use my imperfections. Uh, the things that I don't give them <laughs> could right. be the thing that drives them to him, which is, you know, it's like there's a piece of that that's painful, but there's a piece of that that's beautiful that, that God's going to use whatever um, to draw people to him. And uh, yeah, it, it can be a hard road or, or not, but he'll use it for his good. So yeah, it's good. And, I, and, I, and not to say that we don't strive to be parents who honor the Lord and, and of course, live out gospel-centered homes. I think that's that would be our goal. But you know, I think knowing and trusting that the providence of God again is at work both in us and even in the lives of those around us, kids, our neighbors, our family. So you know, we're not just losing hope every time the rug feels pulled out from under us. You know, it's good. What do you think about um, the the title of the series was Step Up? Right, and obviously we see we see that happen a few times for good and for bad in the series. We we see uh, maybe Haman step up to do some pretty terrible things. The king steps up to do some terrible things. Mordecai steps up both to we see him step up early just in the past where hey, he stepped up and took Esther in. That's a big deal. Um, then he kind of you know helps step up and Esther finds herself in the position she's in and. And then when the moment comes of crisis, Esther steps up. And that's the one that we really focus on in the book of Esther. What is the takeaway really for that? Like, what does that look like for us if, you know, for folks watching and who've listened to the messages? And if you haven't, I mean, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the messages. Um, just a, again, great series, uh, very practical um, but what is it? What are some areas like? How? What advice do you give on that? Like, how do you how do you step up? What does it even mean to step up? I think the beauty of this series, kind of being, you know, there's a storyline here, so there's so many different. It's not like one topic, right? There was yeah. so many different topics that I remember. I remember Pastor Tom talking about California. I think it was chapter four. I remember, yeah. you know, at, at at the end, we're talking about stepping up in 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 fear or even in our celebration even in the good mm -hmm. times like there's so many different ways that you can step up and i think the story of christianity or our our lives and following jesus we respond to the gospel our heart is made new and we enter this lifelong journey yeah. of renewing our mind of growing in our obedience growing in our affection toward christ and every day stepping closer to him until the day that he removes us from this earth, gives us a glorified body, and we are forever unified with him. But until that day, every day drawing nearer to him, stepping more in step with Christ. And that's the, I, to me, that's the call. Is to step up is like, for every single Christian, there is something hmm. that we need to step up in. Yeah. Probably a lot of things, actually. But... <laughs> For me, almost narrowing it down to like, what is, what is one thing that I can step up in 
whether it's uh, in my home, whether it's in my personal devotional time, whether it's uh, the people around me, or mm-hmm. even navigating a you know a society in in this you know this nation where they are the Jews are you know the the enemies and they're they're trying to like God obviously acts on their behalf but like looking at our own you know example that we live in the United States of America things are kind of odd sometimes yeah. <laughs> and just to step up in our faith to trust that God is working in it that He will work in it when we yield to Him so. I think there's a lot of ways to step up. Yeah. And just pick one, you know. What I hear you saying is um, be purposeful. Yeah. And prepared, right? Um, that, you, you know, when the moment comes, be ready. And don't be afraid to, to step up, to lean in into that moment. I think what's interesting, um, and we, we've talked to Pastor Todd, maybe even said this, and I don't know if it was in teaching team or if it was just in conversation, but like we don't see God speak directly to Esther, but we see him, we see Mordecai speak to Esther, right? To encourage Esther. And we don't actually see God speak to Mordecai either, but certainly Mordecai is guiding Esther um, throughout that a bit. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that steps in and challenges her to, to kind of step up and, and fill the gap. And I think there's moments even where that, for us is how do I step up and encourage this person or um, whether that's as a parent, whether that's as a neighbor, a friend, a coworker, a spouse. Um, and then maybe opportunities come where, uh, you know, there's an opportunity to step up and, and share the gospel with somebody. What does it look like to take that moment? That's a scary moment that I think it's easy to back away from. Gosh, somebody else will. Um, but how are, how are we There's prepared? always a, there's always a way. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, getting that phone call a few months ago, like, hey, we need some more coaches in this little league, you know. Yikes. <laughs> and I'm like, personally, I didn't really want to do this, but like, okay, like, you know. But if you're so watching sense, and Landon was the coach of your <laughs> kid's team, he was, he loved it. Yeah. So in one sense, I step up to lead this team, step yeah. up to coach this team, because it's something that, you know, I like baseball. I step up to do that. But there were parents that stepped up yeah, to majorly help me, to, to take that weight off my shoulders, to encourage me, to thank me. Like, it doesn't always have to be this big thing. I think we make step oh, up sound good. like, yeah. oh, man, I'm going to step up and I'm going to be like the leader, the dude, the, you know, step into this major role. And it could be something like, man, just encourage somebody Mm -hmm. like you just said like how often are we discouraged in life and how often do you get encouraged by somebody Mm -hmm. like i I heard it said like nobody ever quits anything by being over encouraged right (laughs) usually that could be just a small way where like man is there somebody in your life that's making a difference so you can just Mm -hmm. write them a little note and say listen we appreciate you i mean who else is stepping into that? Step up and do that. Yeah. It might make a massive difference in that person's life and your own heart. Yeah. To be the encourager. Like Well, I think too, we look at when I look at scripture so often, and I, I I've referenced Daniel in the past and, and others, you see the moment that we often highlight, like, oh, this is the moment that we you know, step up. And you see these guys take these or these girls take these massive like 
moments of stepping into their faith in mm -hmm. front of but they're almost always preceded by small moments, maybe, and many times moments that people don't see. Mm -hmm. um, and so you, I think of Daniel in the lion's den, that's the moment, right? But then you go to Daniel 1 and not eating the king's meat. That's a private moment. We see David fighting Goliath, but David's already known as a man of valor the chapter before that, and... David says, look, I've, I've already fought lions and bears and tigers. Oh, my. Right? Like, he's, I've already done all these things leading up into And he was responsible with what was given. He stepped up. And, and, and I think, you know, we could, we could look at failures of all those people as well. Abraham. Man, the big moment of Abraham to, to sacrifice his son, right? That God's call. Does that moment happen if Abraham's not faithful when he steps up, when God says, come out of this land, I'm taking you to another? Right. You know, so God asked him to step up to leave. So, and then when the bigger moment came, he was ready. And a lot of times I think we don't ever see the big moments to step up because we're not really looking for the small moments. As Be faithful come. with yeah. little. Yeah. Trusted with more. Yeah. I think we're always looking for this big moment to step up and it might just be you know i wake up 10 minutes earlier and spend some time with me yeah that make yeah. a habit of that like yeah that that's a that's a big way to step up for a lot of people yeah you know and maybe ultimately that leads to you having more knowledge of god's word mm -hmm. a heart to share it with others opportunities that you see to share it. and then all of a sudden the big moment happens because you were faithful with the little moments. Yeah. There's a study, it's old now, uh, Experiencing God by getting Henry Blackaby. Great study. And he says, and then he's talking about, man, how do I experience God in my life, right? And the big thing he says, if you want to experience God, then, then it's pretty easy. You look and see where God is already at work, and you join in, mm. right? And I think sometimes we're just sitting there waiting for like God to show up and speak and say, hey, go and do. This is your moment. You know, get give out me, there. Give me a sign, Lord. Yeah, just give me a sign, Lord. If, or like we make deals. Like, if I see a shooting star right now, I will know that I'm supposed to go talk to my neighbor tomorrow. He's like, I gave if you a he's Bible. he's outside, when I come outside... When it's time to go to work, even though he works the night shift and I'm leaving in the morning, <laughs> but maybe he's checking the mail. And so when he jingles his key, you know, like we just kind of put all these ramp. And, and the reality is God is always at work. And I think we see that in the book of Esther, yeah. that even in the worst of times when it seemed like all hope was lost, God was still at work. The providence of God still at work in the background beyond maybe what they could see or understand. And I think we have to remind ourselves of that. And for me, that was such a great reminder and challenge and encouragement from the study and from the series. Um, and and I, hope, I hope we all take that away and we look for moments and opportunities to step up, trusting that God is at work. So, okay, final question. Mm -hmm. As a worship leader, <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. <clears throat> If you were going to write a song about anybody in the book of Esther, who would you write the song about? Well, for one, I don't write very many songs, but I am a Southern guy. Yeah, of course. Country music is pretty popular in the South, so you got to pick a kind we, of a chaotic share, character, right? That's right, that's right. 
I don't think I gotta go with King Xerxes. I mean, how many oh, times yeah, okay. is he making decisions just on a whim, which is like true. the perfect country song, right? Plus, plus Xerxes is really fun to say. <laughs> That's right. It rhymes with nothing. <laughs> way, to, way to pick a guy that yeah. rhymes with nothing. You don't have to rhyme it if you don't end a phrase with Xerxes. You can just bring him put up. Put in the you middle. Know? Yeah, just put him in the middle. Country songs don't rhyme anyway. Everybody he's, he's, he's drunk a lot. That feels like a country song. <laughs> there's, there's love, and then there's not love, and there's love again. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he's got know. a lot of power, you know? There you go. So... Okay, there you go. You I'm heard sure it. That, sure you heard it. Next, next hit song. <laughs> King Xerxes. King Xerxes. Well, the uh, X Man. Yeah, the, <laughs> that's great. This has been fun. I, yeah. I, again, I think the series was great. Uh, if you haven't caught those messages, go back and listen and watch. Uh, they're all there, available on the same channel. On their own, the they're, they're right here, they're right right here, here on, on the YouTube channel. They're also on the website. Go back and watch episode twenty. You can see Landon. There, uh, you know, the first time around. If I'm not mistaken, I was wearing a Rams shirt last time. So oh, look at you. So uh, don't wear sports memorabilia every day. Every day, but it, but, but, but enough enough that the two times I've been on here, I've had it. So there you go. There you go. So, uh, again, Jackson's away, so here we are, two bald guys today, just to play. Um, but we wish Jackson well. He's got a new baby. So he's learning what that new looks dad. like. New dad. So thanks for joining us today for Tangible Takeaways. Hey, if you've got some takeaways or really things that stood out to you that you found uh, just really, really helpful, we'd love to see those and read those. So leave those in the comments here uh, on the video. You can step up and leave us a comment. Oh, I like Let's what go. you did right there. Let's I like what know you did. how it helped you. There you go. Step up and type it out. <laughs> type it down. So anyway, hey, thanks for jumping in and joining us. We'll catch you next week and the next Tangible Takeaway, which will be 52. So thanks, guys. Have a great week.